All right. So we are back with another episode of The Modern Nerd, hosted by GJC327. Thank you very much. Um, this is going to be a good one. Uh, we're going to have a few things to talk about, but I mean, the big chunk of this is going to be the Batman, Team Battenson. Um, so uh, I, I'm going to get us in there because we're going to have a lot to talk about. Let's start with some trailers. Does that sound good? Um, let's go. Let's go with the Halo trailer first because I feel we've seen it, but it's probably the lower oh. on the on the totem pole of all of these. Um, <laughs> initial reactions, anyone? George, Dan. I don't have a whole lot of stake in this. I me never either. really paid attention to the story, to be completely honest. Um, me too. I'm, kind of I'm in that same um, boat also, and I've played it probably less than both of you. And I would, I just, <laughs> I just want to say that, like, um, don't fuck it up. You know, you can do a lot of things. You don't need to make it great. Just don't fuck it up. Is all I can say yeah. because you have a lot of people who are like diehard fans of that franchise who've been playing yeah. it since. Remember when the Xbox was like. The controller was like weird shaped oh, yeah. and it hurt your hands to play it. Remember those days of playing Halo? Massive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you, and when you got the, the Halo Edition Xbox, it was just see through green. And you're like, how is this Halo? Anyway. Um, so those people cool. who are done. A lot, a lot of green yeah. screen. I mean, it's 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 for because there's yeah. you know CG and all that. I understand. So I'm I'm assuming like ninety percent of this is fucking on green screen, like which is fine. Um, guessing that yeah um it, it looks cool I, again with you guys i wasn't really super into the story i mean maybe three and reach i really kind of dove into or like the big ones that i really liked um but you know if the, the, the one takeaway i got from reading about it is there's rumor that they're gonna like take off master chief's helmet mm. and i'm like if you do that i'm out like <laughs> Like, I, I get it with, like, Mando, but because it's not, like, a, you know, like, a glorified character from, like, you know, 20 years ago, but it's Master Chief. Just leave it on. You don't need, like, I think Mandalorian and has uh, proven that you don't really need to take off a helmet. You don't need, necessarily, facial expressions and all that crap as much. Um, but I, uh, I, I defer to my that, friend, uh, <laughs> Smarch. I... <laughs> Look, I I mean, you guys have heard me complain before that the Mandalorian lacks uh, in a decent amount of, I don't know, I don't want to say character development, but just of character portrayal in that we don't see his face the whole time. And I think the show shuffles, uh, suffers because of that. Um, and I think that the if this isn't a video game, this is a show. I I would tend to agree with you, Tim, but it's a huge challenge, not just as an actor, but as an overall delivering a quality of show when your main character, uh, we can't see their face. So I would be more okay with it if it was detrimental to the quality of the show and served a purpose. Um, I kind of, I think, yeah, probably shouldn't do it, um, and they probably could figure out a way, but... I think if it helps, um, and it, there's a reason, I, I think they should go for it, personally. Who knows and what they're going to do with it? Go ahead. Right. I was just going to say, I think it's fascinating, the uh, like the backlash uh, on, the, on Cortana and her uh, 
her, how she looks in the show. Um, I kind of agreed initially, but then I found out that that is the original voice actress of Cortana in the games. And that to me is awesome. And like, I, I, I'm pushing for that. Uh, when I found out that the Sonic's coming in, I found out that Tails, the, the, is the original voice actor from the, from the games. I, dude, yes. Like I get that movies need to, um, have star power and need to promote them, but I, actors don't need more voice work like let the voice actors get work in these movies and i am all for that so on that being said uh go cortana whatever her name is i'm i'm sad at the voice for master chief i i I heard him speak at the end and i was like that's just use the actor like why wouldn't you use the voice actor he has a helmet on you can put anybody's voice in there well, like it doesn't matter the, the character answer is because they probably will show his face yeah well that's annoying um <laughs> but anyway it look the show it looks cool if i have the ability to watch it over here i'll, I'll probably try and check it out i'm not going to go out of my way to find it and watch it and all that stuff but if i see it i see it but um it looks cool um yeah, I, I'm like I said, I, I don't think anybody here is like super invested. I think it would have been better if it was like five years ago. Maybe ten years ago almost. Um I think at one point Guillermo del Toro was attached to do it. Uh and then he backed out and did um the District Nine. So, you know, I mean uh, given the technology now and, and, and everything, I think it's the right moment for the technology, but I think it could have been done a while ago. They had that that web series that they did and it looked pretty good. So yeah, I think it could have been done, but either way, it looks cool. I don't know. It feels like the right time though. They're, this is the last Halo game they think they're going to make for the foreseeable future and just add on to it. So maybe this is kind of like, yeah, now this, this game series is ending. It would have been cool yeah. when it was a little more popular, but anyway. Um, all right. So let's go with Obi-Wan. I, uh, I loved this trailer. It looked cool. Um, the show looked intriguing. Um, it, 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 it made it look like from the trailer that everyone was searching for Obi-Wan and kind of led up to them, you know, revealing him at the end of the trailer. Um, uh, you could see him a little bit, you know, throughout the trailer, but it, it seemed more like they were kind of searching for this, this, you know, for the Jedi on the planet and everything. And, I think you even had like uh, uh, Uncle Owen like uh, uh, made an appearance uh, in the trailer, and like you can kind of see the timeline where they set it up. It looked cool. I- I'm excited for um, Ewan McGregor uh, to reprise the role. I think he did great. I think he's going to have. I-, I think his character progressed better than any of the others in the original in in the uh, in the prequels. I think he's going to be given a little bit more freedom and ability to really sink his teeth into it now that you got some good showrunners in charge. So I think you're going to get a really cool, really uh, nice Obi-Wan uh, with some interesting characters. And at the very end of the trailer, you could hear the the classic just... You could hear the, the Vader... I don't know if that came through or not at all. It did not. It did not. Great. <laughs> but you could, you could hear the Vader... There it is for one time. Um, um, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm excited. I am. I'm, I'm intrigued watch all to see them. how it's going to be Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader. I don't 
the only voice I know for Darth Vader is, uh, you know, the man. What's his name? The man, the myth, the legend, James Earl yeah, Jones. James Earl Jones. So I'm curious to see how they're going to do that. Simba. <laughs> George? Mm, I mean, I, I see a lot of criticism, I think, for... Because there are obviously going to be um, some characters that were shown in... Um, the animated series whether it was rebels or um clone wars and people like people need to like i think kind of like slow down on the hater right because when it's hard when you when they transfer characters like that to um live action it's never gonna be like a 100 percent like perfect transition right and so a lot of the people and during saw in the preview that some of the characters that they've seen in Rebels and Clone Wars don't look exactly the same as they did in the animators, and they're like, "Oh, this is like, ah, oh, like let's toss out the baby with the bathwater." Like, like you didn't even watch any of it yet, and already you're like, "So, I, I, I'm, I'm a huge Ewan McGregor fan. He is one of the most talented actors out there, and I don't think, in my opinion, he could possibly fuck this up." unless people yeah. like fuck it up for him. Do you know Agreed. what I'm saying? I have full yeah. faith in him because honestly, in those scenes, in those early scenes with Hayden Christensen, he fucking carried those fucking scenes with the poor no. kid. So oh, like yeah. he was the only decent actor in that whole entire fucking three movies. So mm -hmm. I'm not going to, well, also base Windu, of course, because who fucking doesn't love fucking Sam I mean, Samuel he, Jackson, he but, good, to be honest, but he's like, Samuel he, Jackson. He can get away with being Samuel fault, Jackson. If, if Natalie Portman does a bad job, something's wrong. That's well, that's I, because yeah. it was a bad character for her. I'm sorry to say, and badly written for her. So, I think but that's, that's, a, that's not here or there. Enough. My point is, is I have full faith in Ewan McGregor. He's one of the coolest guys, yeah. one of the greatest actors, really well trained actor, like knows his shit, and mm -hmm. like from all from all accounts, one of the nicest fucking people you could fucking meet. So, sure. like, yeah. I'm happy for I'm him. I'm happy for him. There's a funny side story. He 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 did a documentary where he and his best friends they do this series where they ride around in motorcycles, either like oh, around yeah. the world or up and down from like the top to all the way to the South Africa or whatever. And they do all these types of things. They've done it on all the different continents pretty much. And um, he one time went when he was going through Africa, he went to the place where they filmed like Tatooine, like the fucking the hut where like where uh, Luke lived. And there's like a picture of him from like the, the prequels and like everyone around him was like, you know, they didn't know it was him. Like they just like, no, they didn't know. Like they could, it was like so oh, funny because oh, like, and they are like, yeah, they filmed Star Wars here. He's like, oh really? Star Wars? Yeah, I know. I've heard of that before. Like no one had a clue it was him because it's like, Classy. it was so long ago, you know, like. Shaves the beard. He's yeah, got actual no, he always has the beard. That. Yeah, he always has the beard, you know, but they yeah. still couldn't tell it was him because. You, just, you don't expect that kind of thing, but they're like, "Yeah, we they filmed Star Wars here." That's fucking funny. I know he's That's great. That's good. That's good. Um, yeah, I mean, the, they're they're doing they're just they're just pumping out gold. You know, they're just printing money over it on Disney Plus uh, right now. So I, I'm I'm not too worried about any of it. Um, you can be guaranteed that Star Wars fans will be upset in some oh, sure. because that's I, just and. How it and everybody knows my my view on Star Wars. I'm just happy that there's more. So you know, uh, I, I'm excited to see it. I, I think it'll be good. I, I, did they say that one? One of them, 
it's either that or like Miss Marvel, which we'll talk about in a second, but it's only gonna be like six episodes or something. One of the two. I don't remember which one. Like, I just wish they were a little bit longer. Like give me ten. Give me a dozen. Was it Hawkeye most. six? Seven, I think. Um I'm not surprised. It it just it's just it's just watching shows get shorter and shorter and shorter and then suddenly they're gonna sell us a long movie as a tv show and it's like what is wrong with you guys like nobody wants more snyder cut we just want television and and, and, in good character and depth because i just don't feel like you can get as much as you could out of like a 10 episode run as you could out of a six obviously so we'll get there and we'll see how it goes um i'm i'm not overly disappointed with the shorter ones i just want more that's all i just want more yeah um yeah yeah it looks good uh um there's a new star wars game i think that's coming out uh that they announced um i don't remember who's doing it there was something that looked like an rpg type game it looked cool i'll figure it out um all right let's uh we already kind of mentioned it i did at least (laughs) miss uh the miss marvel trailer has dropped within the last week or so i think um and uh you know it's exciting for me to see the marvel take on a cw show so we're gonna see kind of how it goes <laughs> and, and see what they do you know because it's 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 just a teen drama you know it's um oh, it God. looks good yeah. though uh the actress <sighs> looks fantastic yeah uh, i'm excited that they cast her That's i'm excited funny. for for everything yeah. they're doing um it looks cool it, it really does and, and i think um my my biggest question for all of these shows, whether it's Moon Knight or Miss Marvel or anyone else that they've introduced as a show, um, I can't think of the other ones, but uh, I want to see how they're going to translate to like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is going to pretend I mean? like he's still talking. Small you missed it. Wait, wait, wait. Like... Repeat what you just said. You cut off. <laughs> no. Man, I did translate. Um, translate. I am, I am excited to see how these um, small screen characters uh, translate into the big screen, and, and how they appear. You know, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, um, Echo. Um, Moon Knight is standalone, supposedly. And I, I mean, think that's okay. It is. It is. I. I mean, I still want them in 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 a picture. In a we're, not, we're not going to get that at least for a long time. Uh, that's well, the what. That's what their official stance is. We'll see. They like to put out official stances that are that's fucking fair. bullshit. So, that's um, but I mean, this uh, the Miss Marvel looks. It looks good. I, I'm. I mean, I'm sold again. Fine. So, Dan. Yeah. Eh. I don't know. Sure. Why not? Looks okay. I don't know. It's the fucking other show and her troubles. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm uh, beginning to get jaded and, and, sh- and shit. Uh, I, the, there was uh, a lot of backlash on how her powers are portrayed, um, which I kind of was initially agreeing with, but uh, someone brought up that you can't have, you know, uh, with Mr. Fantastic being introduced, probably uh, a little too similar, perhaps. Um, and so that being said, I'm okay with it. It looks looks pretty, looks shiny. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's all right. Uh, like you said, CW show uh, on, on Disney Plus took the words right out of my mouth. Um, I I I'm not 
I got no expectations for this. Whatever, dude. They're turning these things out. I'm sure it'll be decent, and I'll probably watch it. Yeah, that's it. At, at, at least they have different showrunners for all of these different shows, and it's not like the same team is rushing production to go do another show to yeah. run and do another show. They're 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 taking their time and they set up their schedule so that they could drop them when they needed to. But yeah. So uh, it, it looks, yeah. George? Um, well, I will say that they got all the, like, they have a very obvious target demographic for this in the sense of, like, they have a box of, a list of boxes they need to check, right? To, like, round out their, yeah. no, to round out their library of, like, of Disney Plus. And this checks a shit ton of fucking boxes in a row, which is, like, good in many ways. And also very like typical of Marvel in many ways as well. You know, there's you know there's a team of fucking people coming up with this shit, like being like, okay, like do you know what I'm saying? Like, so I understand, I understand, like, which is to, like, and I, and I will like, I'm not going into it. The same thing with Dan with very high expectations, but I will say like it's very well marketed for the target demographic that they're trying to hit. Yeah. Like it's yeah. perfect. It is fucking perfect. Like. CW show, like you said, I know the three, two of you already said that, but like in the sense of that kind of thing, they're looking for like a younger like teen audience, right? And so this was great. The fact that they chose like uh, one of the hottest songs in the last like two three years as their trailer yeah. is like yeah, a song that came out three years ago that people are still listening to right now. Like right. So I I'm part of that target demographic. Me I, too. I, I love it. So I'm I not, think I'm not convinced that's that, that music kind of thing. And I, I'm not a huge like I don't know much about this Miss Marvel because I know more obviously about you know Captain Marvel. But I feel like what little I've seen of her, there are very iconic images, and they did a pretty good job. And like that very end, I love the last scene, which is just her sitting on the lamp. I don't even I've never read yeah. a single Miss Marvel comic, but even I know that picture because it's like a very yeah. iconic picture of her and her long like you know mask like flowing in the blowing in the wind looking onto new york like that's it's a very big and i remember when she first debuted in the comics like that it was a very big deal so i think that like representation matters and i think that yeah. it's a good step forward in that direction because like we've come a long way from showing like middle eastern people and like iron man one as like the bad guy to like where we are now so with now two like two you know, new franchises with one Moon Knight and also now Miss Marvel, there's like good representation of people, both like yeah. Indian and also Middle Eastern. So I'm glad yeah. to see that. Moon Knight uh, is an interesting thing that just came up in the in the media. Um, the director jab at the um, uh, the DC uh Black Adam movie because Moon Knight has a very heavy um it it it, it lies heavy in the Egyptian lore uh and like a lot of the Egyptian gods and everything that's where like the powers come from and like all that stuff so there's a lot of sim uh, symbolism and everything in the uh show that it it does so he the director of Moon Knight took um a great care to make sure he got like you know um Egyptian editors 
Egyptians and crew and like people of Egyptian scent that are working with in front of and behind the camera and behind the scenes and everything. So he took a jab at, at um, an interesting jab at uh, the movie uh, Black Adam because he was like, why would they choose to set it in the, uh, you know, made up city? Uh, when they could have done like a legit like Egyptian one because representation matters and everything. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Like representation matters completely, but like the source material from 70 years ago of Kandak is from, you know, source material. It's from the comic books. So he kind of like backtracked at the very end of his statement to be like, I mean, I get that they're using the source material from the comic books and that's fine. But it is interesting that I don't think Warner Brothers really took that much effort to kind of find uh people um of you know egyptian or that general area to kind of represent in their movie and instead they got you know i mean they got the rock who you know it's not some white guy playing black adam which i thought was good um so but it was it was interesting to see that and and to have that make some headlines so it, it's good to see that you know uh, hollywood at least is is branching out a little bit more than just oh there's a bunch of white dudes making a movie and a tv show you know so it's it's good. It's only good for the future. So yeah, some, some good to look forward to at least. Okay, um, I guess we have. Uh, I have two little um, moment of silence uh, or homages we would like to pay to uh, two late uh, people, uh, uh, phenomenal in both of their respects, uh, in their individual fields. Um, Scott Hall uh, passed away recently within the last uh, week, and so did uh, the great William Hurt, who played uh, Thunderbolt Ross in, in, and many other things. He's got an Academy Award under his belt from, I think, the 90s or something like that. I can't recall exactly. Um, and Scott Hall's a two-time Hall of Famer, I, I believe, so uh, for the WWE. Um, so, you know, uh, both of those legends in their field will be missed. Uh, and have both uh, paid their dues in their fields to to become uh, legends and held on a pedestal that they very well so deserve. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I'm. I have the WWE Network over here. I'm going to watch a bunch. Of... Uh, good luck with that. <laughs> He's yeah. stuck. I mean, the WrestleMania 10 uh, ladder match is going to be great. So. Who's in that? Uh, Sean. Sean Michaels and and. Razor Ramon in the first ever ladder match. Oh, I see. You're watching old stuff. Okay, nice. Old stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, they don't have new stuff on there. We'll we'll have a wrestling one after Mania. Mania's in two weeks, so we'll we'll do we'll do something. Sure. Um, okay. And now, for the meat and potatoes, the main course, the reason <sighs> we all really, really, really wanted to get this together is the Batman. By Robert Pattinson. Um, it is. That was that was the stupid intense movie. Like, like just it. It was it was seven with a cowl. You know what I mean? Like it was just insane. Um, yeah, I saw it twice, so I'm gonna let everyone else go first uh, because I will. What? I will weigh in at the end here. What for real? Yeah, what? I watched it. Uh, I watched it. No, I mean like what? Again? for real, what like in say? the sense that like you are want to go last. You don't want to go first. Okay. Uh, yeah, I talk okay. a lot. No, it's okay. Sm yeah. Smirch, go ahead. Uh, 
Oh man. Kick okay, it off. I was not prepared for this. Uh, yeah, I don't want to go first. Okay. <laughs> Shit. What, I was not happening? prepared for this. Let me, let me uh, get my speech out. No. Yes, yeah, seriously. Um uh I'd like to thank the Academy. Um no. Uh so yeah, that happened. That was um I don't know. I came into this movie with not a lot of expectations, something I need to do a lot more often, and I will admit that. Um, and I think that benefited me. I think I think singing in IMAX benefited uh, the entire experience. Um, I maybe wasn't super excited for um, um, Zoe Kravitz. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of hers, but she did good. Um, I mean, every, every, everything was good. Um, it was over the top when it needed to be. It was semi-realistic when it needed to be. Uh, it was a movie for Batman fans. And I mean real Batman fans. Not like, oh yeah, I like Christopher Nolan's trilogy. Like, fans of Batman. And more than that, uh, it, it was just clear that Matt Reeves is a fan of Batman and a fan of just the, and the, the portrayal of Arkham City to me was one of the main characters uh in this yeah. movie um and it showed and it was good and it was it this movie just everything just gelled like there wasn't like something that you know like heath ledger is a faraway standout of the dark knight and that's what propels like that movie to to greatness but there wasn't a huge anything i mean i guess if i had to pick something that was a standout it would just be the portrayal of arkham city I'm sorry, Arkham City, <laughs> Gotham City, um, and I. This movie just gelled together. Every single element in this movie worked, and it was very finely crafted. And I, I'm sure there were people out there who felt the beginning was slow or something. Like, where's the action? I didn't feel that way for a second. I was. I mean, there was, you know, the initial scene. You know, I'm vengeance. It's a little cheesy. You know, but that's Batman. Batman is inherently kind of cheesy. It's a, it's a weird thing. This dude's dressed up in a bat, going around saying, "I'm in vengeance." And it's it's in a sorry in a bat suit. It, it, <laughs> and, uh, and he's going around saying, "I'm vengeance." That's fucking, that's fucking cheesy. But it doesn't really matter because he's doing it to send a message of and, and like propel his his uh his his feeling of fear throughout the the criminals of gotham um i, I could go on yes i think you will really enjoy about that scene um which is something that doesn't really happen but uh it, it was that scene uh, the choreography was partially I, um I uh yeah yeah it was partially uh, uh not ad-libbed but uh the last um, two yeah he did that it, it, uh, yeah, and and he was supposed to open with "I am vengeance," but he didn't say it. Walked up to the guy, did the fight choreography. I'm frozen, aren't I? No, no, you <laughs> did. It. No, you're good. You're good. No. No, you're frozen oh, again. All right, cool. All right, but he, yeah, he did the fight choreography, landed those last two, and then beat the, and then said, "I am vengeance," and it was. I, think that was I didn't think it was call. cheesy. I think when he said it. Yeah, little, the line, it's hard the to delivery, say. I thought right. it landed I would so say if well you're not a Batman me. fan and you're not really aware Go of ahead. this, you're kind of like, 
okay all right guy um vengeance like it's a it's a it's a weird but didn't i mean i was like fuck yeah like i was i was in from the start um i appreciate uh pattinson's sort of downplayed uh version of bruce wayne and batman but i think that was intentional i think it was good i i do also appreciate that the pressure of being batman and given his uh his 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 roles in the past the the pressure was on for him so he didn't he was just a very reserved batman when he needed to be but um letting out his book during the action scenes you you saw him come through and it, he he nailed it uh it was it was well done um and everything everybody's portrayal was well done uh, i initially felt a little weird about uh john Turturro as um falcone but uh he kind of did a a very like charismatic very mobster like version of him uh and i ultimately kind of it was i it was good it was i mean it wasn't what i expected but it he it worked for the movie it gelled with the movie kind of thesis for this whole thing and that it was it just it did start slow though it never felt slow to me and it just it just kept going up and it that was so great and then by the end you're just you're you're so excited and it was just the man i could go on forever uh, just the the symbolism everywhere you went uh, just there's tons of little things that i wish i'd written down but just things like batman reaching to help the people out at the very end when everything was like uh flooding and no one taking his hand initially but the kid takes his hand and uh then finally then and then the mayor like that's like a whole symbolic thing like they're gonna start to trust him like there's just there's tons of that uh throughout the entire film and it's just clear that uh, Matt Reeves is uh, a fan of Batman, and uh, we will remember the name Matt Reeves. I think when we talk about that. And I was, yeah, and like, and I'm sure Tim will say that. Just, just glad we got a, a detective story about yeah. Batman, the world's greatest detective. We don't, we haven't gotten that really. Uh, and this was, and it was perfect for the Riddler with Paul Dano. Oh my God. Paul, I knew he was going to do good, but oh my God, he was so good. And he was kind of, you know, that at the end, the no, no, just so creepy and so spot on. He is creepy. Um, it was great, dude. He's good. I mean, I, he's, I hope we see him in more movies with the Batman. And uh, if I had to pick one thing to nitpick because I'm me, it was not even a nitpick. It's just, I just, it's funny how past films, uh, influence your perception of uh, current films and just the jo- like just we didn't even see the Joker we got the little tease at the end of what was yeah. probably him I wasn't feeling him but that's just more me being like needing to realize we're never gonna have Keith Ledger again and it sucks but like I you you know we got to open the doors for other actors you know as long as it's not another Jared Leto it's you know I, I'm sure it'll be okay. Um, that that all being said, wow what a ride! I yeah I think I can't say this definitively. Right now, I feel like it's the best Batman movie I've ever seen. I enjoyed it front to back, 
and I have yeah. like oh, no complaints, and it, it gave me everything I wanted. <laughs> and that's my, and that's it. George is shocked. George is shocked. George is I, like, uh, no, Batman <laughs> returns all the way. <laughs> I am kind of shocked. And Robin but is that's okay. One. No, we'll all give her spills, and then we'll talk about it. Yeah. Let's go, Geo. Um. I mean, I think I there's a lot of uh, interesting things. What, uh, uh, like tidbits that I noticed is that like a lot of this is like shot in Chicago. So like as somebody who lives in the city who's walked around those buildings every day for the last ten years at least. Like, yeah, you see my house. Not to give that away, but there's a yeah. shit ton of houses. But yeah, like it's 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 I mean, fun they to see. Ended out the Sears Tower. Yeah, it's fun to see a lot of the interesting like sights and sounds and just the streets. A lot of it obviously was shot in Chicago. So it's it's beautiful to see like the L and the trains and like those beautiful shots. Um as somebody who enjoys those kind of scenery things. Um also very interesting tidbits, you know, like um in the movie. It's like I know it's totally random is that uh Wayne Manor turned into an orphanage, which is what happened at the end of the series for the Christopher Nolan movie as well, in case you guys didn't notice that. That was a very interesting nod to, to like, kind of like a little pay respect kind of thing, because obviously it's not the same continuality, but it's interesting that they chose to do that, to turn Wayne Manor into an orphanage the way that ended in those three movies. Um, I think... Going into this movie, the question always was: Is it's it's the same question you always ask? Is it, that I always ask? Is it better than Rogue One? Is this like what is the purpose of this movie? Because in the many ways, uh, they invested a shit ton of money in it, obviously, right? As a studio, so you know they got somebody who was well known caliber. They got great actors. They got actors and actresses, famous names who I cost a pretty penny to put make any t- movie of this kind of caliber requires a shit ton of money. So, like, the question is, is did they get the bang for their buck as far as, like, what, you know, the studio put in? You know, I think box office returns, if it's just dollar for dollar, yeah, they made their money back and then some. Like, it was profitable, and it will be profitable. But, like, how much does it progress their overall, like, picture as a studio and franchise is, like, up for question. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I think there's there's the question of why are you making side movies when you're trying to establish a continuality in the DC universe, like on the other hand, is there like, is there, is there like room for that? You know, is there really room I mean, for that? And is that something the studio really wants to invest in and, while pursuing a, a, a universe of their own, uh, like on the side as well? Do you know what I'm saying? Is it like a worthy pursuit? Do you want to see a second one of this yes. or do you just want to leave it as is and it's fine as is as one off? I mean, you know, I, I, been struggling. like the most of these have not been succeeding. And this exactly. is a huge win for DC, and a win they very much needed. So whether it ties in or not, which they totally could if they wanted to, very mm-hmm. easily. Um, I hope they don't. I think, I, I think that I think it it's a good it's a win for DC. It is the first real win for DC, and I, I guess you could count Wonder in Woman. The, in was, many ways, I'm not saying it's as bad as Rogue One, but in many ways, it is. Uh, um, it's, it reminds me of the what Rogue One was attempting to do in the sense that it's like um, it's a movie for hardcore fans. 
Like, Rogue One is a movie for, like, hardcore Star Wars fans. Only hardcore Star Wars fans would be able to pick out all the little Easter eggs and little nods to other previous Star Wars things in Rogue One. And as a Star Wars fan, I can see why you would really enjoy a movie like that. And as a Batman fan, I can understand why you would really enjoy this movie as well. Do you know what I'm saying? The question is, is how well does it translate to a broader audience? That's, like, I don't know. I'm not quite sure. Like, as looking at it from a broader audience perspective, like... It's certainly not the best Batman movie I've seen, but it's not the worst either. I put it right it's right where like Batman begins is maybe a little bit above it. Batman so like it's within the top five. It's within Batman the top five. And movies, so and there's no, been like a lot seven. of Batman movies, so it's in what's in the top half of Batman movies is what I can say. I'd say that the level of stardom that Batman has received in the last like ten years, more people are aware of Batman and the characters than ever before. And this there's never been a better time for this movie mm-hmm. uh, to because everyone's just become Batman fans. Even if they're semi-casual, they are aware of other characters. Mm-hmm. And I think this is striking while the iron's hot. And I think it's kind of asking that's my two cents. Well, that's interesting. Um, this is one of those rare occasions where I, I almost wholeheartedly agree with Dan. Um, I knew this would happen. There so. are going to be a few. There's going to be a few things that I, I may disagree on, but can't be too much. Um, before I get into the movie, I think uh, um, the one thing I disagree with Dan is 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 the timing. I think the timing couldn't be worse. Um, I think because it's just so oversaturated with Batman and Superman and DC and comic book oh. movies. I think. Um, like you've got a Batman in, uh, in Titans, you've got, you know, you just came fresh off the heels of, of Ben Affleck as Batman. You just got news and are waiting to see Michael Keaton come back as Batman. You, you know, you needed, um, and, and pre-seeing the movie, you needed, you needed Robert Pattinson to do something to stand out from the crowd because it is very, very crowded right now in the Batman world. Um, having seen the movie, uh, he did that. He, he, mm-hmm. he, you know, Matt Reeves was able to to bring uh, something different that we haven't really seen, you know, uh, uh, since the darkness of kind of like the 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 nineteen eighty nine one, where it was that kind of like like Tim Burton noir, which I think is its own kind of noir, whereas this is more of like a neo noir detective mm-hmm. kind of vibe to it, which is like more classic. Um, uh, I think that. Uh, it, it I think it hit on on every note. Um, I agree completely with Dan that the, the the Joker scene just really didn't. It shouldn't have happened. Um, I, it just didn't need to. You know, it, it looked the moments that we saw. It looked so prosthetic, like it just looked so like a giant fake nose with like fake. It looked like the 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 end credit scene from the original Carnage or Vintage. Venom movie of Carnage where he looked so bad in that fucking wig that's basically like it's a it tried to be more like the comic book and I'm just like it just looked bad but of like all the things like it's it's I'm talking like on a scale of one to a million it's number a million you know what I mean everything else was just just check 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 it was so amazing um I loved the beginning. Uh, I, I like the. Uh, some people are tired of of the um, 
narrations, I thought it was good. We haven't really had one in a Batman movie, so it was, I, I kind of really like that. Am I watching um, Batman like or am I watching Warshack? It was. Yeah, it, I it, it was very it, reminiscent it, of like Blade Runner. It was very reminiscent of freaking else, but, um, Watchmen. It should have been not bad. Yeah, a little bit. But oh, it was I, very I reminiscent. It, it was. It reminded me of Watchmen voice. a lot. Um, yeah, I, I yeah, liked the choices that, that Pattinson though. made. You know, it, it, we didn't get the whole time. He kind of hit those notes every now and then when things kind of get a little heated. But he was, he was a person a human being behind a mask you know what i mean like you don't need to necessarily completely you know destroy your vocal cords trying to hide your identity like it was i thought he did a great job with that i liked the chemistry between uh him and and catwoman i thought that was fantastic um uh it, it just i mean so the first watch there there were two different experiences for me the first watch through i had screen x so it had that like wider screen and then it had these kind of like screens on the side of the theater that kind of like went up as like a like a wedge like a triangular wedge up the sides so every so often it would kind of expand the screen to be kind of around you didn't really do a whole lot for me um but you know like some of the car scenes were fucking badass and just looked super cool uh when that happened uh, but my second viewing was a little different because um, the first one, the pacing was just it was three hour movie. Didn't feel like it. It felt like a two hour movie, like it really just flew through the second time I watched it. I watched it not in Screen X and it was a different movie theater. because I wanted to try out the two different theaters here. Um, the theater one, one, the theater wasn't great. It just wasn't. They had like old school kind of seats and and like there's some chatter going on in the audience. And it's just kind of pulled away from the vibe but it the movie itself having seen it once already it felt a little longer it it, it did it, it knowing what was coming i wasn't as gripped i was i you know but it still it, it didn't feel like it was taking too long but it did feel a little longer than the original viewing but sure. um notes that i loved man the the action the fight scenes it just were fantastic you know they really the sound editing on those were great because they just sounded impactful um i dig that he was bulletproof i'm like cool fuck it let's do this like let's just get Batman. some really cool cinematic shots allows him to get hit shot up. and like, like not be like not? an amazing yeah. martial artist yeah. like that's a good thing I liked that he got hit too. I liked yeah. that it was a real fight. You know, it looked kind of more yes. like he, you knew he was going to take him out, but it, he took a couple punches. Um, I mean, uh, uh, as much as, as Dan found the city of Gotham to stand out, Will Farrell, uh, Will, uh, um, Colin Farrell, excuse me, Colin Farrell was the star for me. I mean, I loved everything else. Don't get me wrong, but you, if you, didn't tell me that that was Colin Farrell, I would have been like, who's this new guy playing the Penguin? He's fucking awesome. <laughs> like, it was good. Knowing that it's uh, Will Farrell. I almost said it again. Colin Farrell. Will Farrell. Um, he was a little tall. He was a little short because, to be Will Farrell. <laughs> like, yeah, right? But, like, it, it made it better because I know, you know, I've seen Colin Farrell. I've been a fan of Colin Farrell for a while. Um, but, like, 
he's not always great. People, you know, uh, Irish in particular have a hard time apparently doing uh, American accents sometimes. You, you'll really get a lot of those syllables kind of uh, um, consonants coming through. But they, he did a great job uh, of being a penguin. And it just, it was so good that when he's, when he's driving, you see it in the trailer, but it's just so much better on the big screen. He's like, I got you, I got you. Yeah. And then you see his face when he turns around. You're just like, oh, like that whole sequence was fucking amazing. Um, oh, man, the money shot as of him far walking as towards visual, the car. Visceral, oh, God. I, I will say, this is the slowest Batman as far as the way he yeah. does things <laughs> that I've ever seen. Yeah. Every single thing he does is... <laughs> It's like methodical and thought out. He's like, like I'm gonna reach for this envelope. Yeah. I'm like, just pick it up. Just pick up the fucking envelope. Uh, yeah, that's why I felt like the movie might have dragged out. There's a lot of like, there's the, a lot of scenery. It set right? the tone. There's a lot of scenery, a yes. lot of tone setting. It set I get the tone it. For, scenery was for the slow build. Scenery was so good. Yeah, the scenery was so good that you could just chew on it all day long. I don't care. Just enjoy. Yeah. it. they did a good um, job. Oh, it was good. it was fantastic. It, it even in the first watch, I will say that it, it did do what some movies, and I feel like The Dark Knight had the same kind of issue. Um, not a big one, uh, but it, it had two endings. Um, it had mm. it would have been great for me if they ended it where he where he was uh, Riddler was caught and behind bars and and they had that interview and it went a little differently somehow um, and then didn't have the rest of the city being flooded. But then the rest of the city was flooded, and it was still really cool to see all the rest of that. And like, it didn't hurt the movie. It didn't really pull me away. Being like, what the? Yeah, we lost him. What's happening? We lost you. Come back. We lost you. Come back to us, Tim. Is this? It sounds like he's doing an impression of like a guy pretending to break up. Well, this might happen. That's More okay. Than that. Not he can, he can edit London. it. He can yep. edit it. That's okay. Uh, here, I'll I'll do I'll do some of this so he knows that this is the time, the time to edit this. <laughs> we gotta time it well. Uh, there you go. You're doing a good job. Yeah, you, yeah, you keep your you, you keep your yeah. There you go. There we go. <laughs> Uh, 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 Did you back? There we go. Kind of? Maybe, sorta. <laughs> well, it's the story <laughs> <laughs> of a man named Surge. <laughs> Wake up! Wake up! To him. <laughs> Um, well, I'm, I guess we can keep talking. I don't know. Um, I think it's, uh, it, I want to say, okay. I want to say something very interesting that not interesting, but very, I don't know. I'm not quite sure. One of the things I was not quite sure about is like the Riddler character, not so much Riddler himself, but like, I guess is like, as an actor, you're like, what is his like? 
you know, what is his purpose? And like him, the character, and also maybe his like, not so much him, but his like group of followers. Is there, are they trying to make like a political statement with like, not political, but semi political statement with like what's going on with like, there he is, he's back. Hey. Are they trying to make a semi political statement with his like almost alt right? group of followers or am yeah, i just like I did that like is that not what I they're trying was, to do i think they were just trying to modernize uh them with the riddler which he was in desperate need is of. he you all can't... right like is that a re- legitimate question to ask i don't, I don't think that was i don't think that was the message okay I think the message but are his was, followers was that he thought he was working with batman the whole time because he's not socially adept right portrayed he's not well. but his like I'm... followers are like well, he doesn't. No, you he, don't know that. I don't, I don't think he cares what his followers think. I think he expects his followers to, you know. Right. It's a very it, like the the way that scene played out is, um, you know, it's like a, a siege of a political group, a politically elected leader trying to stop an election with a group of people. It's very January sixth, so it's like a very modern storyline. And obviously, I can't like you can't deny that that must have influenced how that script turned like out. That. It's not the first time, but like, like I just want to know if there's like. I question whether or not how big of an influence. I don't think it's a statement, right? It's not a. It's not like no. yeah. It doesn't really matter in that, that sense. But I see very interesting modernization, right? Of the of the Riddler, and he. I mean, you can't. You can't. No matter like how uh, well they portrayed everything here in this like kind of like more comic book style Batman, you can't have a fucking dude with a golden cane with a question mark on it with the hat with question mark. You you can't. That that doesn't that doesn't fit, and this was a much needed. Probably, I would I might venture to say that this will influence future Riddlers uh, to come, uh, just on based on how well this character was done in this very dark, very gritty, very uh, you know kind of almost uh, Zodiac killer saw type of mm-hmm. thing they got going for him. Um, I was in the whole time, and I was one hundred percent intrigued. And uh, I think it was a choice that needed to be made. And it was clearly influenced by a lot of things, but that's okay. And that's a good thing. And I, God, and just, and then they found, you know, Paul Dan. I mean, no one knew the name Paul Dan before this. And they're, they fucking will now. Um, you know, they knew him as this guy from this movie or this guy from There Will Be Blood or something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and now I, you know, he did really, really good. And he was right. perfect in that role, and uh, I, he's like solidified he, himself as like the Heath Ledger of the of all Riddlers from here this time. In a way, I mean, yeah. I what he is he better than Heath Ledger? Uh, probably not, but like it's he did a really good job with his yeah, character and really made him twisted. And he thought of the fact that he thought that he and Batman were working together the whole time was kind of genius. And uh, it's I'm I hope he's in more movies. Man, was he good? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, uh, so I keep thinking about the, it's hard to not think about the, the Nolan movies. Uh, I, I wish I need to, I need to watch the Batman Returns again, George, so we can have a proper conversation. It's been so long since I saw that movie. And I think the last time I saw Batman Returns, I was just, it's good. It's just, it just, it felt cheesy but this movie did too so maybe it's I a different, different about it. it's just a very different style and like maybe it's just because i really enjoy the tim burton style more and i, I always feel mm-hmm. like it, it, honestly in my heart of hearts i probably still always enjoy the tim burton batmans more than even the christopher nolan ones in, in some ways mm-hmm. because 
like maybe that's just the first like my first impression of batman on the screen you know but like it's also the fact that like tim burton is a really great fucking you know creator and like amazing director so was yeah so like it's it's just yeah i think that's that's why and like that yeah i really at the time i feel like it was a very dark batman for its time as well like something that something i don't think people were used to because we had come off of like adam west like you know yeah pal so it's like it's cool it's this like you know so it's interesting this movie did really did make me realize how i don't think disjointed is the word but for everything in this movie like that happened was as i said before gelled together and it fit could it made me realize how often in the christopher nolan movies there were like you'd have something really good but really good habit and then like right after you'd have something go like just what? That wasn't very good. What was that? And nothing, and no scene is more. Give me the my, I mean, that nothing is more personified, in my opinion, than that. And then the scene with the, like, oh, that's not good. Oh, 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 that's not good. Like, that is a perfect, I mean, that's the most extreme example, even out of all three movies, because right, right in between those, you have scenes of Heath Ledger doing his thing. Um, and I never felt that way once with this movie. I, everything. The quality maintained its uh, its base quality throughout the movie, and I think that is a really. I I guess I just I I, I miss I didn't think how important that was until I had it, and you know I might go back to you know and it makes me wonder how good the Christopher Nolan movies really are. I I would the Dark Knight be as good of a movie if it wasn't Heath Ledger? Now I'm kind of doubtful. I think it would just be pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. Does the Heath, does Heath Ledger's performance make that movie better than this movie? Uh, and to me, the answer is no. Um, he has seen. I mean, how often do we? I mean, me and Tim have done it. I don't know if George has done it. Just go and watch Joker scenes from The Dark Knight and skip everything else. It's because he was so polarizing. I mean, that's, that's so, half the movie is just watching the Joker scenes. I know, but that's not the whole movie. Yeah, uh, and I don't think I would. No, ever I know, do but that's the best like part. It really right. is. I right, but I don't think I would ever do that with this movie because there would be something you'd missed. That's that's kind of what I'm trying. To... Anyway, no. Yeah, yeah, Colin Farrell. No, this one. This because this one's. I feel like this one has some interesting parts, and you may lose me again. So let me know. Am I coming through okay? For now, so a little bit. All right. Um, this really, for me, drew a lot. For, it seemed like it drew from a, a lot from the uh, comic book uh, Hush that they did, um, mm. which was these types of of murders that would happen, and it was this mystery person you don't know who it was. You're trying to figure it out the whole time. It it felt very reminiscent of that, but it also felt a lot like um, an intro to the Court of Owls, which is is one of the greatest villains or villain uh uh in modern day batman um because they've just been in comics they've been regurgitating bane and batman or or, you know everybody at ra's al ghul like all these players over and over and over and so they'll just tuck him in with like uh justice league they'll put him in somewhere else uh but this uh the court of owls became a much more interesting thing because it dove more into the history of the waynes and how gotham 
was formed, which this, you know, really does uh, uh, very well. Um, personally, instead, um, which is, is uh, again, I would have been so excited for that. And, and, and there's still room to do that and, and, and bring that around instead of doing a Joker. Like, you can leave Joker in there as just like a little, a nice little shout out at the end. But, you know, I mean, uh, uh, having the... It, it makes it hard doing the movie that they did to do the rest of the rogues gallery. Like put, put Mr. Freeze in this movie. You, you can't do it. Like it, it doesn't land. This movie doesn't hit this universe. Won't work as well with, you know, a, a classic Bane. It, it won't work as well with a killer croc or, you know, these, these meta human, these big larger than life superhero or supervillains. It, it works better with the Riddler. You could probably, oh man, you, you could probably me back. Yeah, you're yeah. fine. This is the worst. Oh, as soon as he asked the question, uh, um, uh, it, it would it would work better with Two Face or work better with, yeah. you know, you could do another Ra's Al Ghul. You could do these like you know, more grounded characters. Black Mask would be perfect. I mean, they already did one. Speaking of Buen yeah. McGregor, yeah, um, it was you know, uh, but you know the. Someone was mentioning that they were going to pull this into the the big DCEU, and I fucking hope they don't, um, because it, I don't think the tones work. I don't think the tones fit. I don't think this character works with, you know, um, Flash and Wonder Woman and 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 all those people. Peacemaker. So I'm glad they're doing standalones, right? Um, I don't know. It just it, the, the rest of them seem cartoony. You know what I mean? Especially John Cena. Um, but the rest of them just feel, you know, like it's a comic book. Whereas this feels like, again, kind of like what Nolan was able to capture. It grounded it. It felt more realistic and something that could happen. So I hope they make more of these. I hope they do more of these. Because it seems like they're pulling from new source material as opposed to source material from 50 years ago. And and there's some really good stuff that Tom... King had a really good run that I think could do some really awesome uh, stories from, and especially with like the bat and the cat, if they do that some more and have her drop in and out. So she's not like a main character, but she kind of has some influence over everything that happens. I want to see him do the long Halloween, which takes place like over a year or so. And it's just this whole, every single villain is in there, but they're in like little shorts. Oh my God, it's so good. There's so many cool things that they could do with this type of character that would just work so well. Um, there's a, a a run called The White Knight where um, Joker basically becomes Jack Napier again. So like it, it it's a, as though the Joker persona was like something happened to him, a trauma, and that joker persona was pushed to the back and jack napier becomes uh 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 like a the white knight the, the one the savior of gotham but he does it through legal channels and exposes basically renewal and all these other things for what it is and kind of brings about change and like you end up seeing uh um uh nightwing and batgirl and they like join the Gotham PD like officially with like badges and like new uniforms and shit. Like there's a lot of cool things that they could do. So, yeah. and, and I think it would work very, very well with uh, this 
this Robert Pattinson Batman. And Whatever they do with Joker, I, they got to do something different. Something has to be done yes, in a different way. Is his introduction? I I can't help but think, even though I never understood why. Uh, I I so I I don't have a lot of any exposure to the comics, but I obviously have absorbed a lot of Batman media, and this portrayal of uh, Gotham reminded me a lot of the Arkham games. Um, and and its portrayal yep. of the city, um, the kind of like you know, all the guys are wearing fedoras and trench coats kind of thing, you know. And everybody's hey, hey, Batman, is it okay if you take out this mm. thing over here? Hey, Batman. Mm. And I liked that. I don't know. Maybe I'm a sucker for it. But I was just gonna say that uh, Arkham Origins was the not the least well received uh, Arkham game, which I thought was still very good. But uh, spoilers for Arkham Origins, if you plan on playing it, uh, you are dealing with Roman Cyanus, a.k.a. Black Max, the entire movie, only to realize that the Joker has been masquerading as him. And that was a, I thought, a genius kind of reveal for the Joker. Uh, just in that one possible idea that they could go a different route for him, because they can't just, they need to do something different with him, much like they did with uh, the Riddler. Um, and yeah. that's, I think, the only way that they can truly move forward. But one thing I did want to bring up, you said there cannot be a Bane in this universe. Maybe not the crazy huge one, but we got to talk about the green goo that Sir Batman injected into himself to yeah. get all crazy. Okay, so I did see that, and that was my first thought, was like, that's Venom. like Because that's what they call their... Right. I mean, is Batman the origin of Bane in this story? But like, that would be yeah, a great it, it, kind of like. I think that would be a good a good idea. Uh, you know, that he would literally, you know, he's always blaming himself for creation of these villains. This would be a literal blame for him creating this villain who could get a hold of his venom. Uh, I, uh, of plot plot twist: It's the Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. It's he turns into Bane. <laughs> oh no. God. No. <laughs> That'd be crazy. No. I don't think how would that even work. You know who? <sighs> That'd be bring cool. We're gonna bring Robin. That was the first thing I thought though was right. But, um, yeah. I mean that's they they put up a case for a Robin in there. Um, in a way, and not really, but like they. I mean, the movie dealt heavily on orphans. Um, and so, yeah. you know, the kid, he's not an orphan because his mom's still alive, but, you know, Mitchell's kid. So he could go and get back into the, you know, open up Wayne Manor and revamp it and orphans, Dick Grayson. But, um, you, you know, and, and I don't, I don't think it, they were, I, they're not going to do this, obviously, but I think, uh, this, you could insert the timelines don't work, but you could insert Joaquin Phoenix's Joker into this movie. And it would, it would, like not this movie, but this universe. This because they have this, they have oh. a very sure. similar tone. I mean, it was it, it was already quite old when or, Batman was so young. Um, that also, who I'd like to see uh, them have. And the timelines don't work, but I'm just saying, if you were to be like, "Hey, fuck it, timeline," here's you know, here, yeah. here's this guy. Right. It would work. Um, yeah. I'd like to see a, a Hugo Strange. Uh, he was in the Arkham games, uh, and he like runs Arkham and everything. Um, I'd like to see that character come about into the uh, 
because it's just there's so uh, many characters that you haven't done and like i i love that we got a brand new take on the riddler I, I wanna, it didn't I even wanna. really to me feel like, like the riddler but there's so many more we can touch go ahead george i also want to give a shout out to the tv show gotham because <laughs> i i think it's in many ways it, it kind of laid out uh like a, it was kind of like a soft pitch in the sense of like seeing a slightly more realistic version of gotham and the and more believable right the penguin was like a believable like mobster character i like that and, penguin. Like, i love that fucking penguin good. that actor was fucking great you know they you know they're it's such a good he's he's what's his face from accepted you know the guy who would like <laughs> there's like yeah. he's in that movie accepted um but like it's such a it's uh, that show was so it's, interesting yeah. i really enjoyed that show so i think it's very interesting in the sense that that show um I felt like it was almost like a soft pitch for this movie in the sense of like, oh, look, we can make it more grounded and have this like very interesting back. Like, yeah, that show had a lot of like weird super meta shit, but honestly, a lot of it was just like gritty Gotham, like mobster politics and storylines and murders and things, solving mysteries and stuff like that, I think was one of the strong parts of it and a, a slightly more grounded version of what we probably expected. So I really, I like the idea of, of turning the character's, towards a more like realistic like mobster story as opposed to some of the stuff that's more flashy and more like no pun intended but you know like that we expect to see we've seen in the last three or four years as far as like the main franchise universe that they've been pushing so you guys keep saying how grounded it is i i think it it was but it also it also just felt i feel like I feel like we could see any iteration, no matter how ludicrous, pop up in this, and they would find a way to make it work. I, I, I don't know. We could. I don't know. I think it. I think it, we just we happened to get just two, the Penguin and and the Riddler, who are both happen to be normal sized guys. I, I this movie felt. I don't know. Maybe it was because of I played all the Arkham games, and those games worked well. And I could see a Killer Croc or a Big Bane or uh, or something pop up in this. And you know, all you need is like, which is kind of funny. And I'm about to say this, but you, all you need is like a, you know, a cop be like, "Whoa, did you fucking see that? That was a freaking huge crocodile." But <laughs> I don't know. There Maybe... you go. That's exactly the type of scene that you like criticize at a Christopher Nolan. I know. Nolan I know. Movie. I know. But. I mean that happened once or twice in this movie, and it was little, it was little bits here and there. It hey, you can't be me. in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was because oh, it's you because, because they were like embracing its silliness of how dumb these guys are. The and cops maybe, are like, maybe, "Hey, you can't be in here." Hey, hey, get out of here! What was it? Hey, what about chain of evidence? Where's the news guys? Oh um, no, we lost him. Um, but. You're right. I did was I I don't know why for me it worked in this movie and it didn't work as much in the other movies. I, I don't I don't know why. And I that's something I need to revisit, I think. You know. No more dead cops. Like I get that they're <laughs> trying to something maybe it's maybe it's the Brooklyn accent. I don't know. Something about that just like feels <gasps> more like somehow it works better. I, I, I don't but I don't know uh that's interesting that i said that but that's really how i feel i think we could get uh any number see if i can help fix that there we go um back in here uh but 
Um, I, I, I mean, I think, I mean, for me, I, I trust in Matt Reeves moving forward. I, it, you know, based on the success, it's clear that, you know, this is how movies go, that the studio might have a heavier hand uh, in following movies, which is a shame, but that's just whenever there's something successful like this, there's always somebody, uh, you know, higher up that has more to say about the second movie. Um, you know, and they don't have, they, you know, the DCU and uh, and producers, they don't have a Kevin Feige uh, fighting for them. Um, and uh, yeah. Yeah, I can understand you know, that. So, you know, they Kevin Feige succeeded in his risk that they took, and I, you know, I, I was thinking about this the other day. Like when Marvel uh, or when Disney acquired Marvel, I I dare say that the plans for Infinity War and Endgame had already been loosely set, and I wonder if they would have been. So, you know, killed off so many people in Infinity War had it, they made the decision later from under a Disney executive. But now that they've succeeded with Kevin Feige, uh, they trust in him. And so he's they, they're able to place his trust in him because of his success. There's no one like that over in DC. And I am I'm fearful for future Batman movies uh, based on the success that this one has. Uh, they, they, you know, I don't think they know what they're doing i think they somehow just kind of trusted this guy to do this movie because they didn't have a lot of huge they didn't have a huge amount of stake in it they had a, a lot of money invested but it was going to be its own thing and um and he pulled it off in my opinion with flying colors and now it's who knows how it's going to be moving forward who knows how the rest of these movies are going to be moving forward um it's I, funny uh, because the thing is is like I mean, like I know everyone shits on the DC side of of, of things. You know, there it's easy with to do reason. so. It's with it's good really reason, it. but it's easy. It's they make themselves an easy target. And it's easy to do so, but the truth of the matter the is, movies is, haven't been good. That's just the honest truth. Aside from that, the whoa, easy back. Looks like it. There we go. So aside from some of the like glaring problems and the easy things i think what's interesting is, is there's a lot of sprinkling of yeah. like good quality stuff are you back everything up so come back <laughs> he's still stuttering anyways as i was saying yeah i think the problem is is that like not problem the interesting thing is is there are in this sea of just mediocre to bad shit there's like a few bright gems and i can appreciate that and like even though we haven't talked about it and i know i'm railing on it one of the few bright gems is actually like peacemaker is like a really actually interesting bright gem on the dc side so yeah. like there are these things that that they've allowed like you know they've allowed solid people to kind of just like go with what they want and it turned out to be working pretty well so hopefully it means it's a trend that that stu that the studio is willing to take more chances. Do you know what I'm saying? And like, doubt it. <laughs> I'm I know. Sorry. I know. When you say shining gems. There have been no shining gems. There have been decently polished gems, barely. Well, this I, you I, could I say is a shi shiny gem. Well, for sure. But this is okay. the first shiny gem they've had. It really, in my opinion, I, mean, I think Peacemaker is really a shiny gem. Any... <laughs> I think Peacemaker is mean, a shiny gem. Like when you well, watch it, I think that, you're gonna. But... I think they're, I'm sure. they're... Like, 
it seems like they embrace the silliness and the comedy, and that's must something very much needed in the DC universe. But like even Wonder Woman and Suicide Squad and Wonder Woman Two was fun. Just, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of okay. things I don't like. You know what I mean? They're not shining gems. They're just like you know, you know, uh, hastily polished gems. Sure. And I don't. Uh, we, Tim, we were saying that we're just unsure of the of the DC, or I am unsure of the DCU moving forward. I don't have a lot of expectations. Yeah. You know, so I, I'm I mean, low. Me either, but even then, like, it, how often it, are your all, expectations? It all rests on the Flash. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Well, I mean, it, it's all about Flash going forward. So whatever they do, whatever they reset with Flashpoint and all that, that's where that's where it's all. It just got it just got delayed again by like another month or two, which is. Just either they just need to make a decision. Either make standalone movies or make a universe or sell fucking DC and let someone else play with their toys and it'll go a lot better. Um they're trying to think in terms we'll of figure it out. Um this has been horrible. Uh and <laughs> so um we're we gonna wrap we're up. gonna do this again when I have better internet. Uh we can wrap um, this up because this has just been the worst. Um, I you, you you will probably anyone who listens to this will probably get a little extra something from me in the audio podcast. If you find it wherever you can find your podcasts, you will get a little extra from me on the back end to put in a couple extra two cents based on what everyone else has been saying. Um, I apologize for my internet it has been just awful. This will be fixed shortly. Um, we just need I need to get this out uh and and get this off my chest about batman because it's just so good um yeah um the movie's been fantastic um uh, hopefully this is coming through as i watch the twitch feed on my phone it looks like i'm just freezing left and right um yeah uh uh, if you haven't seen this movie go see this movie uh it's it will in my opinion it will change the way you see uh batman movies uh possibly even comic book movies as a whole um because it it is so different from everything that's out there right now um hopefully you know uh marvel sees this and it's like oh we could do something a little bit darker too and isn't afraid to take some Mm -hmm. of their more rated r movies punisher deadpool and kind of let them be their own thing um even you know it it does give a little hope was this rated r no it was pg-13 it gives hope for movie for characters like punisher and deadpool that they maybe not deadpool but for like punisher type stuff that they can do someone can do a PG-13 movie that will come off uh, well and received well as like a dark version of the character. I don't need to necessarily see someone's head get cut off by the Punisher. Like, I get it. The Punisher's undergoing like an image problem right now as it is. So I don't know what the hell they're going to do with the show if they changed him in the comics because of backlash. So we'll see what happens with that. Um normally uh there's a check-in but i'm afraid i'm gonna lose internet so we'll we'll check in next time with you guys uh when we've had a little more time um i posted some stuff that's some new things coming soon uh dan and i have been working hard well, we're not gonna do a, a check-in uh, what's a check-in some new stuff <laughs> you know who are you, uh, okay. what are you watching what are you doing what do you recommend we but still got I'm time to drop oh, out any second now no right. time we have connection we don't all um, right so, um, you know, it, it, maybe I can, uh, the, the YouTube version of this can get tacked on. We can tack on a second one next week or something with, uh, uh, some editing. Okay. Um, 
check out George uh, GJC327 on everything right here, uh, everywhere you go. Um, Sir Slice, for me, the modern nerd. Check, just follow the modern nerd is really where I'm going to be more active. Follow that. Uh, there's new stuff coming. Keep your eyes uh, on that uh, for new things Dan and I have been working on. George, we're going to get your opinion on it too. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, uh, this has been a pleasure. Uh, uh, well, it's it's yeah i've heard you guys through the twitch channel so i know what you're saying so all good points uh all around uh thank you guys for coming thank everyone for listening um you know hopefully we'll have some internet uh i've started playing some some fork knife as george will call it so i'll probably hop on with him at some point during the week if he's streaming uh and doing that um yeah any last words no are you eating fork knife um fork knife I I'm just glad me and Tim can of course me and Tim agree on something and his internet isn't good enough for us to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Well oh, sweet uh, irony. Yeah. Friday I'm getting a, a booster, so we'll we'll be we'll be good. Uh I may have yeah. to fight the bullet and do it sooner because I can't even download games on my new Xbox One. Uh, Xbox Series mm. X. I hate the naming of the Xboxes. It's yep. fucking dumb. Yep. Um but yeah. Um, other than that, yeah, thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, uh, everyone, for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. And hopefully, you'll see Thanks, me Rusty. next time. Thanks, too. Thanks, Rusty. And I won't, won't just be Robo. Some... All right, I think we need to let Robocop go. All right, <laughs> half a, a bye, slice. Thing. Cut it here. Here, I'll give you an uptime, too. Uptime. Again, always <laughs> one hour, twenty-five minutes ish. Uh, you have a good one, peacers. All right.